I hope you have a good lawyer and retainer because you're breaking at least ten different laws and that's just off the top of my head. But you already know that, don't you, Sheriff? I don't see how we're breaking any laws, little lady. It's Lily, Lily Wright. Oh, we know exactly who you are, darling. Tis why you're sitting there in that very chair, Miss Wright. Actually, can you call me Lily? I can feel the condescension setting back feminism at least a hundred years. <laughs> Ain't she about as precious as a polecat, a chewing on a sugar glider, Stephen? Maybe more than that. Now listen, Miss Wright. Lily, let me go. Well, actually, Miss Wright, you are not being detained against your will. Far from it. We just... Really, Mayor? That's interesting, since I'm here and your office has yet to schedule our interview. Would now be a good time? Whoa, 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 whoa. This is just a friendly conversation. So you're saying after the lawn kid from that badly photoshopped flyer snatched me from my hotel, dragged me down to the sheriff's station, and threw me into this goodwill washout, that I can just go whenever I like? Absolutely. Then how about Billy the not-so-kid here unlock these handcuffs? Those were just for your protection. We were afraid you hurt yourself. You were getting a little violent. You abducted me from my hotel. Six-inch voices now. This is a waste of time, gentlemen. As I said, she's worth even less than Stevens and his man. More backbone than the both of them combined. And a damn sight easier on the eyes. I'm charmed, gentlemen, about these cuffs. <laughs> At least she won't punch me. Let's take him off and see where it goes, huh? Now, Miss Wright... Lily! Miss Wright, it became crystal clear to us in the last month that you'd not given our little town the proper respect it deserves. You see, we are a mite protective. Not that I expect the likes of you to grasp this, but we are the keepers of the kingdom, if you will. And we don't appreciate outsiders snooping around, digging up half-truths and speculation, while presenting themselves as in the know. What my colleagues are trying to say, Miss Wright, is while we do care about your program, we are a little bit more interested in the response to our invitation. What? Invitation to what? I can't even get my mail forwarded unless it's a Western Union telegraph wired to the hotel. The exploding rose garden in my hotel room. That was you guys? We'd like you to consider being a part of our little... Let's just call it a club. Club? Like a secret society? Robes and blood rituals. Howling at the moon every third Wednesday? Scratch that. You guys think there are actual werewolves in this town, so that one might seem less like a joke and more like a possibility. As futile as it is, try to wrap your narrow, dim-witted little mind around the fact that you are much less charming than you think you are, Miss Wright. The ladies must love you. Look, we just want to know that we can count on yous all. Count on me? For what? <laughs> I guess Mama never learned you about curiosity. And that old cat. Should we find ourselves in need? It would be awful nice to make sure we can trust you to have some discretion. Uh-huh. Discretion. As in not airing the fact that I've been brought in for, what did you call it, Mayor Grisham? A friendly chat? Sure. 
Something like that, Miss Wright. So, other than the occasional kidnapping, which you know us women folk love, what's in it for me? Unlimited. Unfettered access. Which I wouldn't have on account of my, you know, asking for it? Young lady, you have no idea the breadth of our influence. The doors we are able to open for you here and elsewhere. Just so long as you three have full control over my story. No one has full control. And if I don't accept your little offer, just so I have the full picture, I am a journalist after all. My dear, you would not like the answer to that particular inquiry. Really? Because I'm a seasoned reporter, I have done a number of stories on various, shall we say, questionable organizations. Prostitution rings in Florida. Meth labs in Milwaukee. I even dated the American psycho Trump kid for a story, which I did not get. Hell, I have gotten myself in and out of situations that would scare the faith right out of the Pope. So I'm not entirely sure what the Three Stooges in America's most paranoid town could do that would even pose the smallest believable threat. You three are laughable at best. At worst, you're an abuse of power. And while that's interesting, it's not enough to make me shake in my boots. <laughs> that's all well and good, and that kind of sass might play well with city folk, Miss Wright. Lily. But you have no idea what it takes to play in this here sandbox. And before you whip out some smart answer from that pretty mouth of yours, let me just tell you, I done my own digging, and it's important for you to know this here just a courtesy call. If and we really wanted to scare some sense into you, we'd pick up that string bean intern. Maybe even that nice producer lady. I got a feeling they'd be a little bit more open to being our friend, don't you? You think you got it all figured out because you're broken men three times your size? Think you got human nature done figured out, don't you? But them men, peanuts, hardly men at all. All they cared about was money. I will consider what you've said. Mighty kind of you, and much obliged. Oh, Miss Wright, you really ought to consider putting a smile on. Brightens your face up real nice. In the first installment of this series, we ended on a bit of a cliffhanger. I was abducted from my hotel after sundown by the local lawn man, Pete Myers, and coerced into the King Falls Sheriff's Department, where I met some of the most influential men in town. Longtime listeners will remember my golden rule. Never let them drag you out of your hotel without recording the conversation. They may always check your recorder, but very rarely your Apple Watch voice memos. Pippa fought me tooth and nail on including the interview at the top of this episode, if anything, because she was afraid of what their retaliation might be. She's a worrier that way. But all their little intervention did was shift my investigation. You will remember from last month's show that we decided to stay in King Falls. Think of it as a mini-series on Right On, if you will. A look at the town and a look at the people. What makes them stay? What brings them home? These won't be open and shut episodes because this isn't an open and shut case. 
there's something strange going on in this little creepy town with its fledgling ghost population and enough paranormal occurrences to fill the young adult section of the local library. Probably, much like yourself, the thought keeps crossing my mind. Who is propagating these fantastic stories? These ridiculous claims of werewolves and ghost writers and, my personal favorite, skinwalkers. I still have no idea what that means. Who could benefit from a town's somewhat torrid reputation if not the very people intent on serving the town, or more likely, serving themselves? This month, we delve into the political side of King Falls as we continue our look into the strange and far-fetched claims. What came first, the chicken or the egg? The outlandish, tourism-inspiring tales or the corrupt political culture that thrives off of them? And listen up, boys. I already get notes from the network and notes from my sterling producer who is so much more than just a nice little lady. So I don't need any type of input from the King Falls Illuminati. You're nothing but bullies on a playground, children who rule by fear. You and your vague threats and poor understanding of modern English grammar don't scare us. And if they have any follow-up invitations, Lily, where can they send them? They can kindly address it to fuck off. I'm going to go after Stephen Grisham's GD mayoral seat. It's time for a coup de time to get his ass out of fucking office. I'm casting my vote for the one son of a bitch in this town that I know I can trust. The one guy who I know will look out for me and everybody else in King fucking Falls. This November, I'm casting my one and only vote for Herschel F. Baumgartner. I can't think of another town in the history of America that's been named the best small town in America seven years in a row. Can you? I mean, I don't think it's happened before. And those seven years, they were guided by my hand, friends. That's just one of the many reasons that I'm asking you to vote for Grisham this November. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Deputy Troy Creekhauser with the King Falls Sheriff's Department. I have here an official statement from the King Falls Chamber of Commerce regarding tonight's election results. <clears throat> it says, Unfortunately, due to unforeseen circumstances, the votes taken at the four official polling places in King Falls have been deemed null and void. I can't believe this, folks. Stephen Grisham has just been re-elected mayor of King Falls. Like many other towns across America last year, King Falls participated in an election. I know, real big news. But it seems our favorite mayor, with a silver tongue and snake eyes, ran unopposed for most of his career. I'll be honest, it is understandable. The amount of weight Grisham seems to throw around, it's a wonder anyone would take up the call to run against him. Hold, hold, please hold still, Mr. Baumgartner. Watch it now, you got your mistress paws all over me there. I'll have you know I'm a married man, you floozy. Edna's been gone for years. You saying she's making visits, Herschel? Watch what comes out of your drunk mouth, Cecil. I'm making a point here. Yeah, but I've got to get this mic on you, sir. Besides, you're not my type. Are we good to go, Pip? Stand by. Okay, now... 
guys, please remember just to like. Yeah, yeah, no cursing, no bad mouthing Trumpy, no threatening to butt fucking iguana. I've heard the spiel before. Um, no, no, I, I actually wasn't going to warn you about any of that. That's that's all slice of life stuff that that gives the show character. Uh, although Peter might take issue with that last one. Well, Peter might take issue with my size 12, 100% genuine American leather running right up their ass. I didn't fight in every war since WW2 to care what a bunch of tree-hugging, free-loving, skinny jean-wearing hipsters with a man bun might think. All yours, Lily. You're too kind. So, Mr. Baumgartner, we're here to interview you specifically about the mayoral election in 2016. Lily... Is is that your phone? Are you kidding me? No number listed. You think maybe you could turn it off while we're recording? Like, I don't know, a professional? I, I'm sorry, I thought it, It's off now. Sorry, Pip. So sorry about that, Mr. Baumgartner. Eh, no, never mind to me. I didn't know you could turn those damn things off. I get more Tumblr notifications than one of them SJ dubs talking about that Coney fella. Drains my battery and burns my bum. Uh, but I thought you kids were here talking about the weird happenings in town. Right, yes. You think the election doesn't fall under that purview? Yeah, I think there's something rotten in Denmark, all right. But that's just the way the cookie crumbles around here. You try to stick your balls out for something, get that idiot Grisham out from controlling the town proper, and you get screwed ten sides a Sunday. So you expected the loss. Can't say I expected it. So much as I wasn't as surprised as I should have been. So then why run at all? Why stick my cojones out there in the first place? That's what you do. For your unit. Your home. Ain't nothing gonna change if you don't stand up and do it yourself. Even if you reckon the stakes are stacked against you. Grisham won all the same. But if me and Ron hadn't run, there wouldn't have been any question. May look like a fool with my shiny ass hanging out for all to see. But you don't win a war by just jamming a K-bar through Adolf's eye. You win a war by staying in the trenches causing hell to every damn Nazi you come in contact with. Then kebab and evil Charlie Chaplin. That was beautiful, Herschel. That's very poetic, Mr. Baumgartner. But to be clear, you somewhat expected the loss. Did you think there was any chance Mr. Begley would win then? He had a hell of a chance, I think. Yeah, but then you factor in Sheriff Shit for Brains and that vampire up in his mansion. Vampire? Really? Nope, never mind. Not relevant. Um, how strong would you say the mayor and his merry band influenced the town's unusual reputation? Lady, I believe that those three know a lot more than they're letting on. I lived in this town a long time, and I've never seen them so active. Active? As in having a hand in the election, or? That, and active like they're running scared of something. Maybe it was me and Bagley stirring up some social awareness. But, I don't know. Regardless, something's got them shaking in their $200 McMullet snakeskin boots. The rest of the interview dissolved into strong opinions on Sofa King Beer, a local brewery in town, Mr. Baumgartner's best friend Cecil's relationship with a deceased knitter, and other topics we at Right On honestly didn't need to hear about, but it was enough to have a interesting insight into the town from a former mayoral candidate. 
We talked with Herschel and Cecil last month, though we found most of their interview largely unusable. But Mr. Baumgartner did make an excellent point as we continue to ask the question, why do people stay? Is it because, like Mr. Baumgartner, they view King Falls like soldiers at war? No man left behind. You stick with your unit through thick and thin and other slightly misogynistic stereotypes. Perhaps. But I don't completely buy that myself. People tend to duck and run when things get too heavy, and King Falls seems to only deal in too heavy. Our next interview takes us a little off the beaten path. After many attempts to get an official sit-down instead of a late-night privacy invasion— with the actual mayor of King Falls, Stephen Grisham, we had to settle for the next best thing. A quick talk with his secretary and right-hand woman, Riley. I have no actual idea what her height could be. She remained rigidly seated throughout the entire interview, barely looking at me after Pippa got her settled with a mic. I don't know how much work she got done, but it certainly seemed that despite agreeing to be interviewed, she had better things to do with her time. Thanks for speaking with me, Riley. Shame we couldn't lock down your boss. Busy guy. No trouble. We're rolling, so whenever you're ready. I'm aware. Great. You want to look up from your computer screen at some point and be present? Not particularly. Perfect. So... Riley, you're the mayor's assistant. You... Secretary. Well, um, okay, that's a choice. So, you must hear quite a lot sitting right outside the mayor's office, official business and all, but I'd love to know what your take is about all the strange rumors around town. You must hear. Such as? Well, for starters, the ghosts. Apparitions. You're killing me. <clears throat> Um, apparitions, glowing saviors with a penchant for fast food, Santa Claus. The list goes on and on. That wouldn't be the almighty Pippa James's phone, would it? Real professional. You guys run a top-notch ship, huh? Look, saying you don't believe the things that happen in this town is about as ridiculous as believing in global warming. That's it. You just belittle science and what, you've got nothing more to say? This is a legitimate question. Did Grisham brainwash you? Not okay, Lily. You don't get a say. Your phone went off in the middle of an interview. I'm running out of things that make sense here. Yeah, but she's allowed to have her opinion. Certainly. When it's not the town authority forcing his ridiculous beliefs on his malleable secretary. You both realize I'm still sitting here. Honestly, I wondered if we even registered to you. And we're back on target. Fine. So, you think the crazy stories are all true? Does everyone in town smoke the same stuff that Doyle guy does? I am nothing like my stoner brother. What? Doyle Be- Be- Bellman? Bevins. Bevins. I will never get these last names right. Doyle Bevins is your brother? Unfortunately. Really? I... I just don't see it. Is he younger or older? Older. Great job researching this, ladies. We'll be sure to flog our intern... Are you and your brother close? You sound a little exasperated by him. He's... He's not the older brother that I would have... You know how sometimes you just have expectations? You don't really know where the idea came from. You just imagine something different than what you end up getting. 
like when you think because your family they'll stick up for you, take your side when shit goes down. I get it. I have a younger brother. Had. So, uh, you've been working in the mayor's office for a while now, correct? Multiple terms. What were your thoughts on this past election? I mean, we heard the buffoons on the AM station. Ridiculous. There was no scandal. Mayor Grisham won fair and square. You really think the votes would have turned out that way? Well, they did turn out that way. So, yes. Because I've heard stories of rescheduled vote, ballots falling in the river. I believe the term used was shenanigans. I think it happened exactly the way it needed to. I'm going to need you to build on that. You're asking about the town, about the weird occurrences. I've lived in King Falls all my life. There are things I wish weren't part of living here. It doesn't always fit the picture in my head. Have you ever lived in a place where you hear weird stories all the time? It starts to become the norm. You just accept it. In fact, you think other towns have just as much weird stuff as you do. That is, until you go visit someplace else and they spend the whole time talking about the weird stories in your town. And then you realize not everyone has weird stories. Your town is unique. King Falls is home. So we accept a lot of weird stuff and we look the other way when we have to. And just because the idiots on the early morning radio show see scandal behind every missive, that doesn't mean that scandal actually exists. And what they don't understand, what no one understands, is that Mayor Grisham, the town leaders, they're protecting us. I get it. Many times the mayor's methods may leave much to be desired. But at the end of the day, I can't think of any other man better to lead this town. But what you're saying is that there's no choice. Weird things happen, and King Falls just has to accept it. That is for what? Their best interests? I don't know what your expectations were when you first came here, Miss Wright. But I heard your first episode. You're staying because you know there's something here. You can dress it up however you want, but something calls to you. We all hear it, but the mayor and the sheriff and even Mr. Beauregard. What I think you want me to say, Miss Wright, is that those three leave the door open to the unknown. That's what you expect. But what if? What if they're trying to keep the door closed? I thanked her for her time and we packed up, but I couldn't get that thought out of my mind as we made our way to the next interview. The image of a door, an entrance, or an exit. (laughs) There aren't other worlds or other existences. This isn't a comic book. There aren't any multiverses or alternate timelines. So what did Riley mean? And does she really believe it? Or is it just another lie planted by Mayor Grisham to continue his stronghold over the town? If you create a dependency, you make yourself a necessity. Is he doing it for the power? But what power is there in running a small town that barely makes it on the local maps? Beyond the expected paranormal tourism, what real power could anyone hope to gain here? 
This is a terrible idea. Yeah, well, the joys of editing the show mean I get to keep in whatever I want. I don't care. The listeners can know this is a terrible idea. In fact, they can know before we interview these two screwballs so that when it proves to be a terrible idea, they'll know I'm right and you're crazy. Your levels are fine. Hey. You okay? We're good. Levels are good. We just need to... Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm talking about you. We haven't really talked much since I wanted to check in. Lily, you were abducted for several hours, and I had no idea where you were. How do you think I'm doing? Okay, looks like we're all ready. So glad you guys are still in town. Must have uh, quite a story cooking, huh? Something like that. Just let me clip this here. Okay, I'm gonna... I'm just gonna go. Um, You guys are live. Everything okay? Yeah, she's just... It's fine. Where's your partner? Sammy, uh, he couldn't make it. Not your wife. Uh, sends his regrets. I'm sure. But I can help you. Happy to help you. With whatever you need. Always available, day or night. I just, I love listening to you guys. You, you, you're like my favorite podcast. <laughs> so, anything I can do. Well, not night, for obvious reasons. But... <laughs> But my days are pretty free, and I don't, uh, sleep much. So, what did you want to talk about again? King Falls weirdness? Kind of my specialty. I actually wanted to speak with you about your participation in the mayoral election. You're pretty heavily involved, is that correct? Oh, uh, yeah, super involved. Both Ron and Mr. Baumgartner announced their candidacy live on our show. So you saw behind the scenes of the whole operation. Absolutely. Ran ads for all three campaigns... Though money was definitely more in Mayor Grisham's court. Look, Ben, I get that no one will tell us what's really going on. We're scheduled to talk to Ron Begley later in the week. We can only take things Herschel says with a grain of salt. And when we talk to the mayor's secretary, well, her answers were a little concerning. You actually got Riley Bevins to look up from her computer to talk? Impressive. Well, yeah, sure. Wait, does Mayor Grisham have more than one secretary? Uh, no. No, I guess not. She's, um, just a known mole for Grisham. He had her staying up all night typing out word-for-word transcriptions of our shows. Yeah, I noticed she's a big fan. Really? No. Did you get to talk to Grisham? Not in unofficial capacity. We'll see if a sit-down materializes. I say not. You said Riley's answers were concerning. How so? Looking past the obvious bias, she mentioned something that stuck with me. A door that Grisham, Gunderson, and Beauregard are keeping shut. Huh. Interesting. Does the town weirdness expert have any theories on what she could have meant? Um, I mean, got a lot of doors in King Falls. (laughs) Take your pick. Oh, maybe Dorothy's best little door house on Humperdinck Boulevard. No, probably wasn't talking about an actual door. So what do you think she was talking about, Ben? Honestly, thing that has plagued this town most has been the rainbow lights, but I don't know how a door fits into that. Do you think the King Falls Illuminati are behind the abductions? Is that what you're calling them? That's, that's catchy. I like that. Uh, but no. If, if anyone knew what was going on with the rainbow lights and the abductions, and it'd be the Science Institute. You've mentioned them before. Their King Falls compound wasn't even built when the Tim Jensen abduction took place. 
you really think they're more at fault than your political rendition of Larry, Curly, and Moe? I think those three are up to something, but not the rainbow lights. Like, terrible politics and corruption, absolutely. Not abductions. <clears throat> I beg to differ. Pip. Wait. What? You were abducted by them? I wouldn't use the word abducted. What? W arrested? No, I was not arrested. More like detained. He just, what, picked you up? No warning, no nothing? It's just, I'm sorry, that should not have happened. You're a big radio star. They can't, what, what exactly went down? What do you mean they abducted you? I came back to my hotel and, and it was filled, filled with white roses. Red rum roses. They leave these big white roses as an invitation to join them in their, I don't know, quest? This may be a stupid question, but why on earth would they do that? Doesn't seem like a feasible business model. Roses are expensive. I don't really think they worry too much about business. It's definitely for presentation purposes. And this impresses people? Businesses to join them? It's just their way of showing allegiance, I assume. I know, I know companies who've turned them down and regretted it. If any have accepted, they've kept it quiet. On purpose, I'd assume. This is ridiculous. What happens when people refuse? You say they regret it. Why? How, what do they regret? I can't really prove it, but I've seen plenty of shops get the red rum roses and say no, and then, boom, they're gone. Out of business. What else happens? What? I just... I think it's interesting... These flowers get dropped off. If you don't respond appropriately, they run you out of town. It's a reason. It's a plan. This is the first real malicious lead on the King Falls Big Three. Okay, they definitely make the town a more suspicious place. And yes, they are seemingly hand-picking their associates, but I don't think they're in charge. Have you ever seen Scooby-Doo? I mean, obviously. What happens in every episode? Freddy has a terrible plan. I mean, I literally don't understand why he's the leader. His plans are never good. They're just... they're After that, when they catch the ghost. And no, Pippa, this is Scooby-Doo. It is not an apparition. Uh, they... they unmask the villain. They unmask the villain, and everything makes sense. It's not ghosts or monsters. It's people with motives. Which would you rather believe? That creatures who have no discernible way to die and no emotional ties to you are behind everything? Or it's actually the people in charge, the people whose job it is to protect and serve. Only it turns out they aren't serving anyone. They're taking from the citizens. Even taking citizens, like that Miss Potter. Look, those three are evil, no doubt, but... They aren't smart enough to use the rainbow lights and take people like... I'm not saying you're wrong. You're literally right. I mean, come on. That story you broke about demon babies being a product of collard greens, genius. That and your Trump kid story? Really didn't say that about Mother Teresa, right? But King Falls isn't just a Scooby villain, you know? Do you have the Science Institute's number? You have reached the Science Institute. Due to the construction of our new wing, our public operating hours are 6 a.m. to 6.19 a.m. on the last Tuesday of the month. 
We are honored by your call and will return it as soon as we can. Please stay on the line for a free Sea Meter reading. I don't believe what I'm hearing. You're not really hearing anything. Lil, that would require you to listen. You want to pull the story? Nothing's happened. I'm not going to say pull the story. But I'm not going to lie. The, the network is miffed. They didn't get an episode last month, Lily, and that's that's just not like us. And We played a best of show. People love clip shows. Why do you think they were so prevalent in sitcoms for years? Production costs? Regardless, we aren't pulling the story. Fine. Don't pull it. But maybe backing off isn't a bad idea. There's still time to make... Lily Wright doesn't back off. You know how ridiculous you sound when you talk about yourself in the third person? Lily Wright demands this, and Lily Wright wants that. Lily Wright doesn't like teddy bears. I like teddy bears. I feel like we finally have a lead, Pippa. A real, solid lead into the town madness. And it isn't some glowing Jesus or historical ghost. Apparitions! So help me, Pippa. I will call Shannon and tell her that you're cheating on her with the secretary. Classy. I am glad she finally looked up from her work. Guys? You want classy? How about your phone going off in the middle of the last interview? Hey, guys? Much like your phone going off in the one before last. And I told you my phone wasn't on. I always turn my phone off, Lil, always. How many times has Shannon had to call or text you because she can't get me on my phone? Exactly. Lily! Pippa! I guess I just imagined it, right? Did the voicemail say anything? Christ, Mike, we don't get voicemail. My mailbox is full and Pippa won't let anyone teach her how to set one up. Mike, you alright? You're as pale as a- Look, I know you guys are arguing about if we should stay here another month of shows, but- Funny. There's no argument. I won. We're staying. The conversation is not over, Lil. I'd really like to throw my vote in on getting the fuck out of here. Like, today. Like- now. Like, right now. Ha! <laughs> like you get a vote, poli <sighs> I'm just saying, I think we should leave. Just go. Pack it all up and head to the next town or show or what have you. Let's go. I'll pack. Based off what? Finally got your feet wet in investigative journalism and it isn't everything it's cracked up to be? You want to run home to mama? It has nothing to do with my mother. Thank you very much. How about we try the less talk, more learning approach? Would you back off and let him talk? What is wrong with you? Sorry, I'm... I'm just... tired. We can't let this story go. We can't let the town government get away with this. They're implementing propaganda that the people living here actually believe. Preying on people who are susceptible to trust this stuff. And we can't let them get away with it. We have to push back. Okay. Not to play the other voice on your shoulder, but what's wrong with people believing this stuff? Like, they all made the choice to live here. They must be okay with it on some level. What gives you the right to say what's real and not real? It's a charming place, minus the... The insanity? The lore. But what if it's real? What? I have a feeling. No, I know what you think about the town and the weird shit that happens here. You're a broken record. But what have you been telling me since the Georgia Beehive story? Trust your gut. Your gut tells you where the story is, right? Well, I'm trusting my gut. He can be taught. Lily, I'm scared. Something. Something is here. Something bad. 
and I don't want to wait around to find out what it is. My gut tells me that we don't need to keep heading down this road. What's more dividing than politics? What debates pepper your Facebook feed more? What gets people so riled up that they blast their opinions on all forms of social media? Not only do they blast it, but friendships are lost, stories are written, and wars are fought over the very idea. Faith. We are built to believe in something. I've admitted many times on the show to being an atheist, but that has never meant, to me, that I believe in nothing. There are many things I believe in. There are many people I believe in. But the problem with belief is when it's used to manipulate others, as we've seen in King Falls. Ma'am, it's mighty fine to meet you. I'm a big fan of your show. That's Ron Begley, the third King Falls mayoral candidate, owner of Begley's Bait and Tackle on Lake Hatchinaw. Between his recent stint of community service that he'd rather not talk about and putting together a Halloween extravaganza on his property, he's a damn hard man to get a hold of. Ron's tall, broad-shouldered, larger than life. He's exactly what his political slogan for the election said. A man's man's man. I own this shop. Inherited it from my dad, who inherited it from his pappy, and so on. Our family's been here for generations. Not as long as the Beauregards, but I still like to think of us as an institution. We've seen the best this here little town has to offer. And the worst. You can see his pride as he talks about King Falls. His chest swells up like an ocean wave and he gets a glow in his eye, like he remembers better times and better stories. What made you decide to run for mayor, Mr. Begley? Some would say it was a damn fool decision. Didn't make Grisham like me none. Shut down the bass tournament, which is a prime source of income for the town and me. Not counting other troubles after the fact. But I guess I was tired of seeing guys like that get their way, unencumbered. I was tired of my town getting the rotten end of the stick, and everyone having to fall under the thumb of those uppity sons of... biscuit eaters. You know, I don't know that I expected I'd win. Not really. Looking back on it with an icy glare, I can sure see how I was doomed from the start. There are things a man has to do that his conscience won't let him sit with until he's done what he can. So why'd you stay? If you felt like you did your best, your conscience is clear. You could go wherever you wanted. Something keeps me here, Miss Wright. Lily. Sorry, Lily. King Falls, for all her faults and questionable authority. She's home. I can't just abandon her, especially not in her time of need. Just because we don't get what we want doesn't mean we have the right to give up on making ourselves, or in this case, our town, the place it deserves to be. It's funny. Herschel said something similar. Herschel is a damn sweetheart. Once you get past his crusty expletive-filled shell, he loves this town. Would you say you feel like King Falls is in real trouble from its government? Obviously I thought it was a problem. Or I wouldn't have run for mayor, Miss Wright. Right. I mean that in a bigger sense than just passing laws, Ron. Do you feel like the mayor and his people actively put this town in danger? 
I don't know if I'd say that in so many words, but if you told me they were causing or covering something up paranormal-wise, it wouldn't have been the craziest thing I heard in this town. While we're on the topic, it'd be remiss of me to not mention the trouble you recently got in with- Lily, if we may, I'd rather not talk about it. Let's just say I made some mistakes in a real dark time in my life, and I'm paying for them now with a heavy heart. And some community service. Fair enough, Ron. Well, since you brought it up earlier, what are your thoughts on these paranormal claims? Pippa, I swear to God, I'm so sorry. Ah, no mind to me. But how do you mean about them paranormal claims? How far back can you remember hearing about them? Forever. Since I was knee-high to Kingsy. Kingsy? Is that your dog? I wouldn't call her a dog in earshot. She's, oh, uh, well, I don't know really how to describe her. She lives in a lake, has for years. Is she like a snake or a... Pardon my French, Lily. She eat those little fuckers for lunch. She's, uh, well, she's, she's a bit hard to describe. She and I, well, we understand each other. Sometimes I get the feeling we both feel too big to fit in anywhere. Do you guys have manatees up here? Bigger than that. No. You're not suggesting... I'm sorry. You're not saying you have a Loch Ness monster, are you? That sideshow of a Scottish folktale? Absolutely not. That's a ridiculous children's story. And even if Nessie were real, Kingsley would swim circles around that kilt-wearing, puddle-paddling faker. And... this Kingsley... it's been around for a while? Uh, as long as I've been alive. Longer if you believe some of the stories my dad would tell. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. I... I really appreciate it. Um, thank you for your time. You don't believe me. In a word, no. I mean, I can't make any promises, but I'm happy to take you and the crew out on Lake Hatchenhaw and try to show you. You seem like a seeing is believing type. You know, I think we'll take a rain check. I'm not really a boating type, and the intern gets motion sickness. Uh-huh. Well, I think this about wraps it up. It was a pleasure speaking with you. I'll have Pippa... Look, Lily. I can see Kingsley shook you up. I get it. But please listen. We got a lot of strange happenings here. Some more easy to believe than others. But, and I don't mean to make assumptions, but I wouldn't go treading too lightly on the mysteries of King Falls. Which is exactly why I'm here, Ron. If there is any credence to the town's claims, then we'll get to the bottom of it. I sure hope so. But please believe me when I say to be careful out there in your search. They all aren't as friendly as my girl, Kingsy. I appreciate you saying that. Is there anything in particular you would think we should be wary of, Ron? Not just one thing. Most things, if you're digging from a paranormal aspect... Things get dark here awful quick at times. Scary quick. So much so that... I think there's something pure evil below the surface. So. A lake monster. Straight from the would-be mayor's mouth himself. It's difficult to give a verbal visual to the level of Told you so, going on on Begley's dock, so I will leave that to your imagination. But just know, I owe Pippa a beer. Back to where we started, I guess. 
If some of the standing paranormal claims have been going on since before the sitting mayor took office, before the sheriff was placed, if you're to believe Ron Begley, even before he was born, then the King Falls Illuminati have to know something. I'm ready to stake my journalistic integrity on that. But that, that just leaves me with more questions. Who is under that Scooby-Doo mask? I thought we said we would check our phones before we did an interview. Lily, you saw it. The phone was off. You must not have powered it off all the way. No, Lily, you're not listening. My phone was completely dead. And then it just, it just came back to life. It came back to life and then it rang. You have reached the Science Institute. Due to the construction of our new wing, our public operating hours are 6 a.m. to 6.19 a.m. on the last Tuesday of the month. We are honored by your call and will return it as soon as we can. Please stay on the line for a free C-meter reading. Rarely do we give you a behind-the-scenes look at how we put together a show here at Right On. Other than our typical interludes where we talk through the stories and where we're at with our research, we try and give you a focused approach, cutting away the fat and giving you the meat. But with our next piece of evidence, we weren't entirely able to untangle ourselves from the facts. It was crazy. She sounded totally sane, like a regular caller. Most nights I just check out when I have to listen, which, thank God, isn't every night anymore. But her voice, her urgency, I listened then. My best buds had me go out on my night off to check on the house of this strange caller. She sounded scared, worried, like she had the answers to doomsday. When Troy got there, she just, she wasn't there. Not only that, no one was there. There was no house. It was an empty lot. No one had lived there for years. All right, Mike, we are editing. What did you want to play for us? Warning to the listeners, the next few minutes are not for the faint of heart. This is ridiculous. We were editing the show. You can't just barge in here. I realized that you were both, well... You both suck at technology, but we have been getting messages. You guys, you must not have gotten them. You really need to erase some of your voicemails, Lily. Bite me. You interrupted us to chastise me about phone services? Can we just- Look, I thought I was going crazy, but it wasn't me. I heard it. I heard it on the tapes. You told me to listen to all the tapes, and I did, and I- I heard her. I told you. I told you this town was fucked. We should pack up and leave. We should pack up and get the fuck out of here. Mike, just calm down. What? What is it? What happened? Here. Listen. Listen to the voicemail I just got. Is it a debt collector because we told you you're an unpaid intern? Lily, I love you. Shut up. Hello? Hi, can... can you hear me? I tried to call. I don't know... I don't know if this will get through. You have to go. Get out of King Falls as fast as you can. I don't know why. I don't even know how I know. This book. There's this book. Your names are in this book. You... It may already be too late. But you've got to leave. 
Get out of town as fast as you can. Don't... Don't end up like me. Like Jack. What the fuck is this? Run. Run as fast as you can before... Before it's too late. Before you... Oh god, no! Not yet! I don't have much time. Please listen to me. The shadows are coming. The void is here. Please. Please listen to me. They're here! A prank. It's just a prank. Everyone and their brother knows that we are still in this godforsaken town. No. It was her. It was Debbie. What are you talking about? Pippa told me to listen to all that radio show for sound clips. They... They had a show. A girl came on the air. It was her. It was that girl. It turned into, like, a big demonic possession, live on the air. It was terrifying. The deputy, he went to her house, and there was no house. It was an empty lot. Lily. She wasn't there. And that's not the only time she's called. When I picked up the tapes, I talked to that Sammy guy. She has called before. Multiple times. And not just to the station, but to- Fascinating stuff, Mike. This isn't a joke, and the message isn't a prank. And it's not some random caller. It is Debbie. And that scares the hell out of me, because I don't think there is a Debbie. Listen to yourself. You can't buy into this. Be a journalist. Look at the facts. She mentioned Jack. You're telling me this. None of this bothers you? Look me in the eye and say that none of this bothers you. None of it is real, Mike. Jack believed in all this hocus-pocus, metaphysical, paranormal activity bullshit, and look where it got him. Lost. Missing. Probably dead. So, no, I am not going to buy into this shit because all it does is lead you to an early grave. You need to pull yourself together. I guess since you're a seasoned reporter, you don't need to look at the facts. That cuts deep, political science. Now, Pippa and I have a show to do. I don't even know why I try. Why do you even need to do the show, Lily? You already know it all. Okay, guys, are you guys done? I want to leave. Mike, I'm not holding you here against your will, but if you leave, your internship's gonna be- I don't care. I've had a chill up my spine ever since we got lost in that damn forest, and it has not gone away. And no offense, Lily, I don't want to end up missing for the sake of a story. Coward. Survivor. Oh, good. The recorder got all of that. We don't have to air that last part. It turns out, we did. So, what did we learn this week? For starters, if you run a small town, you can get away with just about anything. Herschel Baumgartner shouldn't be allowed on public radios, nor near large lizards. And that things... Well, I'm still convinced there's a face under this mask. But I'm running out of stones to turn over. It's clear to me that the mayor and friends depend on the town's beliefs. He relishes in the control established by stories and outdated systems. Except the Red Rum Roses, 
don't go out on a full moon, don't use the phrase ghost. These are all things used to keep people in a sedated form of existence, to keep them in line. But for what purpose? And what happens to those that buck the system? Herschel and Ron, they fought the law, and the law won. But did they just get off lucky? I have seen men end up in body bags when challenging the reigning authority. Which means it's not the loss of power that gives Grisham and Goons the shakes. It's something else. Something deeper. Something darker. Maybe unrelated, maybe not. Who is this Debbie on the other end of the phone line? A voice from the beyond, or has she been put up to this as a scare tactic for getting too close to the real truth? Maybe we'll figure it out soon, ladies and gents. Lord knows we'll be here in this supposedly haunted hamlet trying, regardless of what the network would prefer. Until next time, I'm Lily Wright, and this is Right On, The King Falls Chronicles. Right On is a monthly podcast hosted by Lily Wright, where the acclaimed journalist, me, and my team tell the stories that deserve to be told. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes as well as rate and review. This program is sponsored by the Make Believe Picture Company and donations from listeners like you. Next time on Right On. Lil, he's not picking up his phone. I swear, if that kid left town... Yeah, but he'd say goodbye first. Maybe Grisham and co. are just starting to pick us off. Kidnap us one by one. We technically can't call it kidnapping. Since the sheriff was involved, we have to call it detaining or they'll throw a defamation suit at us. Look, a duck's a duck. Maybe you could lighten up on the tough-as-nails reporter archetype you've been leaning so hard on. And instead, just be yourself. I know, I know, I'm sorry. Is that Mike's room? I get that this is a small town, but still, he shouldn't leave the door wide open. Idiot. Maybe he was loading the car. You go check. I'll look in his room. Mike? Intern? You're supposed to come when we call. Part of the package. Such a boy. Can't tell if Polly Sai was coming or going. Was he living out of this suitcase? Disgusting. Mike is gone. What? Maybe he got. I'm telling you, Mike's gone. Slow down. What happened? How do you know? All of his stuff is. Our car is in the parking lot, Lily. The doors are all open, and the engine was still. It was still on. Like Jack. The King Falls Chronicles, starring Candace Hammer as Lily Wright, Megan Fitzmartin as Pippa James, Matt Smith as Mike the Intern, featuring the voice talents of Trent Shumway, Noah James, Lou Picora, Kevin Bula, Skylar Valla, Matthew Walter, Leticia Leo, and Eric Kimmelton. The King Falls Chronicles and characters created by Kyle Brown and Eric Kimmelton. Written by Megan Fitzmartin, Kyle Brown, and Eric Kimmelton. And music by Cameron Chambers. 
theme song, Darling I'm Gone, provided by Malarai. For more on Malarai's music, please visit malarimusic.net. That's M-A-L-L-O-R-I. Or find her on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite digital music provider. Thank you for listening to the King Falls Chronicles.